You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to another episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again. Talking everything Buffalo Bills, recording this Monday evening. Breaking news had just come down about the Aaron Rodgers trade to the Jets becoming official, shaking up the draft order a bit heading into Thursday night for the 2023 NFL Draft. Excited to see what happens for the Buffalo Bills this week, but I got to be honest with you, this is a, it's been a different year for me heading into the draft. Traditionally, I've had an eye on a specific prospect, and as much uh, fun as I have talking about Bijan Robinson and tweeting about him and maybe doing a little bit of trolling to, to some of my pals on Twitter, um, there has not been this real candidate that I have kind of landed on at this point. And, you know, here we are a couple days away from the start of the draft and just thinking to myself, what direction are the Buffalo Bills going to go? And to be honest with you, I'm not quite sure. And uh, that kind of led to the topic for for this week. I mean, in our last episode, talked about the wide receiver conundrum. I guess you could just call it the first round conundrum for me to a bit. Now, before we start talking about some of the feedback I've gotten so far, friendly reminder, Breaking Buffalo Rumblings is brought to you by our friends at homage.com. Make sure you check the show notes for great deals, discounts, all of those great pieces. But am partnering with them right now to run a contest on the Twitter feed. If you go to uh, to my account, at Anthmarino on Twitter, it is the pinned tweet on my profile. But uh, pretty simple for you. Basically, respond who your draft crush is for the Bills at pick 27. Make sure you follow homage. Give it a quick retweet. And you can win one of the great Buffalo Bills tees courtesy of the crew at homage.com. So I encourage you to check that out. But like I was saying, I kind of go through with this and and kind of struggling to find that piece. And maybe that's one of those things where it is when you are one of the teams that, uh, you know, wins a game or two in the playoffs each year, you're picking towards the late part of the first round that you find yourself in a position where it's a, it's a little bit harder to, to look at a prospect and think to yourself, oh, this is a guy I would really like to see because at this point, there's a, a ton of questions out there. You know, I've heard different draft ex- experts talk about Jordan Addison as someone that could go in the top 20 picks in the draft on Thursday night. And others who say that he is more likely a second round pick. And we've heard a, a number of, of different prognosticators now. Jameer Gibbs, the running back from Alabama, talking about him as a first round prospect Others previously talking about him going in the third round. You can talk about offensive line prospects. Anton Harrison from Oklahoma is someone that I've seen mocked in the first 15 and in other situations falling to the second round. There's a lot of parity in this year's draft, and that's probably to that point, as I was saying before, where you just think to yourself, I don't know who is going to be there. So in many of these situations, you kind of, 
you know, you reach out in this situation, able to do it in the form of a contest, which is always a good thing. Give people some some opportunity to win some swag. But but honestly, for me, it was just like, what do you want to see? And one of the first responses I got from my buddy Matt, host of the UK Bills podcast, again, just love the work that these guys do. Make sure that you give them a follow. And his first question, of course, um, can we trade down is basically what what he asked. And I think for so many, there is that, um, you know, the thought of trading down because of like I just said, right, some of these prospects that are out there. You're just thinking to yourself, okay, there's not someone to wrap your arms around. So while Brandon Bean can talk about trading down, while we as fans can talk about it, I can be excited about that possibility to say, hey, maybe you can add another top 100 pick. But because of that parity, is there someone that folks are going to be looking to trade up to get? And I guess you'd think to yourself, there's always someone looking to to trade up in some way, shape, or form. My big question with it is more going to be along the lines, should the Bills look to trade down, maybe to the early portion of round two? I'm tempering my expectations um, for what that that haul might be. You know, you might not be getting a second round pick and a third round pick. It might be more of a second round pick and a fourth rounder or a fifth and a future fifth or something along those lines. I'm just... I'm just trying to set my expectations. You know, if they look to trade back, that uh, unless there's multiple teams bidding and really looking to move up, it might be a relatively modest haul for the Bills, but it remains to be seen. My buddy Fernando Schmood from the Buffalo Rumblings team here, leading the charge show, been on with him multiple times this year. He responded, Bijan, and you know he is. Uh, he he knows where my heart is. Obviously, that is a response I was looking to see, and happy with that as well. Um, you know, very on brand from our buddy Bruce Nolan, the host of the Bruce Exclusive, and his first response is just not an RB, which it's like, okay, Bruce, we know that you don't want the Bills to take a running back. We know your team do nothing at running back. As we were going back and forth, here's what he he said, though. If JSN or Wright are there, I'm screaming at the television. If Addison, Flowers, Breezy, Smith, or JMS are there, I'm leaning forward. If Bijan is there, I'm hiding in the other room. So um, I certainly can can appreciate that as well. Um, our friend Aaron Gettings responded with Zay Flowers. Certainly a uh, a positive one. Uh, Bo dot dot. Rhymes chimes in with, uh, I think it's the expected thing and what makes the most sense to me. Replace Edmonds with the drafted talent, Jack Campbell at 27. And we definitely saw Campbell popping up in a number of different situations here, right? As someone that um, it's the practical pick for the Bills, at least based on, you know, some of the mock draft simulators. And, and we say all the time, like what you're reading on draft Twitter or on some of the sites is going to be very different than what can happen in reality. We've seen some say, some insiders like, hey, you know, Draft Twitter, they're much higher on this uh, wide receiver class than what the NFL is actually going to be. Who knows, right? Do we see some of these guys like Addison and Flowers fall a little bit? Is someone like Drew Sanders? Is someone like Jack Campbell? Even though, hey, the uh, mock draft simulator has them ranked as the 48th best prospect 
Um, when it comes to the reality based on what the team's board is and what they need and where they rank these players, um, it would not surprise me if Jack Campbell or Drew Sanders go in the first round. But once you get to this point, there, there's not a whole lot that should surprise you, but I will expect that overreaction coming from fans um, <laughs> you know, during the draft. One of these prospects, and, and John Vuk comes in, John Vukanovic, um, you know, says an edge rusher like Nolan Smith at 27, followed by Jack Campbell in round two, right? So you look at that, Nolan Smith is one of those prospects. You see in some scenarios people saying this is a guy that won't make it out of the top 10. Others that say he could be had at the bottom of the first round. And that's really why I'm kind of going through all of this, right? You you look at it all and there is such a variation of what the experts say, what can really happen, what is taking place. Um, there, there's just a lot to be discussed. And again, as I say, I really don't know what to expect heading into Thursday night. Um, one thing many fans are talking about, especially in, in light of that Aaron Rodgers trade, like, hey, is now the time to announce the DeAndre Hopkins trade? Um, is that something that is going to take place? Of course, that could change the face of the Bills draft on Thursday night. If they do look to make a move, um, what can happen there? Is that something, of course, if the Bills are bringing in DeAndre Hopkins, need to do some salary cap gymnastics, but on top of that, how does that change their draft board? So much consideration and talk has been around the wide receiver prospects and what that can mean for the team in the first round. And you talk about some of these players. Uh, another name I'll throw into the mix, Peter King mocked Josh Downs, the slot receiver from University of North Carolina to the Bills with pick 27 in his annual mock draft that he puts out. And we know Peter King is as well-connected as anyone out there. So that was a interesting choice, especially from my view, folks might look at that and consider it a reach. But for me, as I've been kind of pounding the table saying, listen, you need someone to fill that void left by Cole Beasley to be that valuable slot receiver, to be able to put you in a position to get some of those layups that the offense has been missing in the past. Uh, I just think it's an interesting conversation and, uh, and I'm here for it. But there has not really been that consensus. I think as we look at these things, we can you know, continue to see what other nuggets of information come from the beat reporters because I think they have a great sense. If you're talking about someone like Sal Capaccio and Joe Biscaglia, what will we hear from Matt Perino and Ryan Talbot um, over these coming days? I am, uh, I am here for it, and I know that you are too. I know it sounds like I'm rambling a little bit, and I kind of am at this point because like I said, I had an expectation when it came to this show and what we would be talking about, what it would look like for the Bills, again, like kind of where things might land for them. Now you go through and you just think to yourself, I have I have no idea. I have no idea. And I don't know if you feel like you do too. That's why we're, uh, we're doing the Twitter contest. Hit me up at Anthmarino on Twitter. And let me know your thoughts. Maybe there's someone that you have a draft crush on. Maybe that's just someone that you can say, like, listen, this is why this guy can have an impact with the Buffalo Bills. I guess for me, when I look at things, I am thinking about this season, maybe more so than the long term. And when folks talk about the defensive tackle position, I certainly get it and understand when you say there is no one under contract past this season. 
Um, but just because there's no one under contract right now doesn't mean that can't happen with an extension for someone like Ed Oliver, for Daquan Jones, what that might mean, what that can look like. Um, so there I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I don't look at that as as pressing a, a need. You know, you go to the to the next level, it, it does come to that replacement for Tremaine Edmonds is someone that can step in and have the greatest impact on the next season. Maybe there's something I'm missing with Terrell Bernard. Terrell Dotson, you know, we've seen him a bit, you know, maybe with the opportunity to to prepare and, and be that starter. There's something I'm missing there as well. The coaching staff, Brandon Bean, they continue to bring up Balen Spector, um, a late round pick from last year. Um, you know, to me, that seems like a bit of a stretch. I guess if I'm talking myself into something, right, what the expectation would be, that it would be a Drew Sanders or Jack Campbell in the first round on Thursday night. I'm not one that puts like so much stock of, oh, someone has to make a top 30 visit for them to be drafted by the Bills. But everyone this regime has drafted in the first round, they have done a top 30 visit with before. To my knowledge, and nothing has been reported yet, no top 30 visit with either one of these two guys. Although, of course, one of the uh, the hot topics around Jack Campbell is that he's been doing some uh, workouts and training with Luke Keekley, who, of course, very familiar with Sean McDermott and with Brandon Bean. So, as I said, I did not have too much of a format for today's show, and I, I did that on purpose because I think it just gives you an idea that uh, <laughs> where my head is at and it is uh, things are not very clear at this point. But uh, I do want to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter at Anthemarino. Let me know your thoughts. Enter the contest. I think with all of this, it'll just be uh, fun for us and a bit of an interesting ride as we head into things on Thursday night. Let's see what things look like here and uh, what will happen for our beloved Buffalo Bills moving forward. Listen, I'm going to get out of here, but before I do, do me a favor. Make sure wherever you get your podcasts, you hit that subscribe button so you get all of our great shows here at buffalorumblings.com. Check out the site. We've got you covered with everything for the draft uh, heading up throughout this weekend. Great coverage and analysis from the team, so make sure you check that out. Big thanks to everybody at homage.com for the support of the show. Don't forget to go to the Twitter account at Anthemarino. You can enter the contest. Pretty simple. My pinned tweet. Check it out. And uh, hopefully you can win some great swag. I'm going to get out of here for now. Appreciate you guys. And as always, go Bills. Support for this show comes from Fundrise. Buy low, sell high. It's easy to say, hard to do. For example, high interest rates are crushing the real estate market right now. Demand is dropping and prices are falling, even for many of the best assets. It's no wonder the Fundrise flagship fund plans to go on a buying spree, expanding its billion-dollar real estate portfolio over the next few months. You can add the Fundrise flagship fund to your portfolio in just minutes and with as little as $10 by visiting Fundrise.com Fox. Carefully consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses of the Fundrise flagship fund before investing. This and other information can be found in the fund's prospectus at Fundrise.com flagship. This is a paid advertisement. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS VIA. 
the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash VIYA.